Hey everyone, welcome back to Archetypical and our We Are Archetype series. Uh, super excited to have Ryan Goss on with us and showcase a lot more of our exciting and amazing team. Um, Ryan, why don't we start with a fun question um, before I have you fully introduce yourself. If you had to pick only one cuisine that you can eat, now, no other cuisine you can eat for the rest of your life. What's the one cuisine that you would pick? So, like, Italian or, like, like what's the one cuisine that you choose? Oh, if I can pick just Italian, it's absolutely Italian. It's going to be Italian? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like I mean, that. I could have limited it to just pizza, but, yeah, <laughs> like, I'll take Italian in general for sure. Okay, okay. That was too easy for you. That was too easy. Carbs. I feel like I have a hard time. Carbs. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So why don't, why don't you give a, a quick introduction to everybody, a little bit of your background and kind of what your role is here at Archetype. Sure. So my name is Ryan Goss, as Mitchell said. Uh, I've been with Archetype for a little over a year. I work uh, with the managed services practice and then also doing on consulting projects. Uh, I worked in uh, finance and accounting roles for about 12 years before I transitioned into systems work. Uh, and then after working in the corporate world uh, in systems work for about nine years, I transitioned into a consulting role which, uh, with Archetype, which has been really fantastic. Did you go to school for accounting? I double majored in finance and accounting at nice. UW-Madison. Nice. Uh, and what was that transition like from accounting to systems? Like, did you already have that technical background? You felt like that, that was an easy transition or...? So really a lot of it was just, I enjoyed it. So my first company that I worked at out of college was Quad Graphics. Uh, it's a worldwide company, but uh, based headquartered around where I live near Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And um, I just had the opportunity to really, you know, take any technology aspects and run with it. Uh, and I just found that I really enjoyed that aspect of the job, but I wasn't super confident in being able to do that as a full-time role. So uh, a lot of it just kind of, I guess, um, came naturally for me. What was the first financial system that you were kind of managing or working in? <laughs> uh, the first real financial systems w was probably Hyperion. Okay, nice. And do you feel like that finance and accounting background and the years that you had in it were beneficial to kind of really understand what what they wanted to get out of the financial systems for the accounting team then? Yeah, I think it's it's really been a great help in a consulting role. I mean, it's uh, so much easier to understand what uh, a client is talking about since they work in that. Uh, you know, if they don't have a lot of uh, technological background to be able to understand what they're saying, you yeah. know, like to be able to understand what they mean when they say cash flow or consolidation or what have you, it's, it's really beneficial to be able to speak their language and be able to understand it into the system language. Yeah, I feel like that's always, in so many roles, you'll have somebody who's extremely technical who comes into a position that really can't understand sometimes more functional, uh, and like you're saying, speak the language of kind of the accounting team to be able to literally mm -hmm. translate what they're saying into a technical language that they can get what they're actually looking for mm -hmm. and that result, which is why I know it's beneficial in general of, of <laughs> why you're on board and have that capability and made that transition. Uh, so I'm curious too on kind of, you spent nine years at your last role, if I believe that's Correct. right, right? Um, what made you make that move over to Archetype? I know that 
I, I had the conversations with you. I know that wasn't an easy decision. You, you were very loyal to the company you were at and were there a long time. So what, what finally made you kind of want to make that leap in, into consulting? Yeah, so it kind of started back actually. The company I came from the nine years was Brady Corporation, but um, I actually started getting really into uh, the systems role when I worked at Kohl's uh, Corporation mm. before that. And I had the opportunity to uh, do an implementation for Hyperion S-Base. And I just uh, really, really liked it. I mean, it was uh, such a different experience than the finance and accounting roles I was used to. Uh, and I'll say his name here and credit him, though, who knows if he'll ever see it. There's a guy named Scott Costello, who really I uh, respect so deeply. Mm. And he uh, was great to work with. And he kind of, you know, I talked to him about the consulting world and just how it went. And I've, I still talk to him, you know, he's a great guy. And uh, so then after a while at Brady, you know, I was just, uh, and, and then after having done the OneStream implementation, uh, uh, Mitchell, thank you, uh, <laughs> called me, uh, connected with me on LinkedIn. And, you know, I just thought, um, what time if not now, yeah. and it was a great, I mean, that was that was one of the things that really I learned from Scott, and that's how I got into the systems role at Brady, it was just the same type of thing, you know, he had just said, you just gotta do it, you know, and uh, I've really taken that advice. Mm. And when did you, even at, I'm guessing it was at Brady Corporation, when did you make that transition from the Oracle Hyperion space to One Street? Uh, that was around, 2019-20. I'm going to point out to the one stream quarter zip too of like, <laughs> uh, how was that transition? Was that an easy switch for you? What was the, maybe what was the most challenging part? Having, having the Hyperion background, especially HFM was definitely helpful in implementing one stream. Knowing finance and accounting was also very helpful being able to, you know, bring out the, things that the accounting and finance teams wanted out of it rather than just what it could technically do. So that was all very helpful. Um, and the people I worked with were great. And you know, uh, what was also very helpful to anybody out there is I was pretty much fully you know, integrated into the project. I mean, I worked with them every step of the way and was doing, doing it with them rather than just kind of directing. Yeah, so you were hands in, yeah, hands on exactly. using it right away, which is the best way I feel like to learn, like one stream in the tool, exactly. To just get into it with the implementation overall. Um, so you've used multiple different EPM mm -hmm. CPM tools over your career. Why one stream? Like, what what makes you most excited about one stream? Uh, I think the biggest thing is really they seem to really you know want to make the tool better. It seems like they actually listen and take suggestions and they're you know trying to get it to be what people want it to be uh and also if you know you go to the smaller things though this won't sound small like the performance is amazing when we switched from at brady from hfm to OneStream, consolidation times went from an hour to 10 minutes so i mean it was uh, utterly fantastic and then just you know the ability to really have it do anything you want it to do um, obviously sometimes it takes work to get it, but it's just awesome to be able to say, I want it to do X and actually have it do X. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know that one stream kind of prides themselves on definitely still wanting to focus on the aspect of innovation, which I think is rare as companies, tech companies get to that size. Like usually it's like their focus is solely on profit margins and innovation is what goes out the window in order to, to focus on the profit margins where it's like one stream still focus on the innovation part and keeping the tool relevant and updating and, and, and so on to make sure that it's meeting the needs of the clients and even, even the consulting partners uh, to be able to do what we want it to do. Um, now, you've also worked in tons of different industries, too. Mm -hmm. Not only tons of different CPM and EPM yep. tools, but a bunch of different industries. How has that been <laughs> when it comes to, obviously, I'm sure some of the CPM tools have been the same, but what about the kind of even finance rules or, or things like that? How's that been transitioning? Like? Yeah, so as you said, I've worked in a lot. I, I worked in manufacturing out of college. Then I worked in retail. Then I worked for uh, a, a lab company, a medical <laughs> blood donation and lab company. And then I went back to manufacturing and then to archetype. So uh, I think the biggest thing really was just the scale of everything. The, I mean, the companies that I worked at were very different in size. Um, so just understanding the, um, you know, what is important to somebody at one company, they might look at that at a bigger company and they're like, I don't care. So <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, so the the finance itself and the accounting rules are the same because they are all following GAAP. Uh, so that part was good. And then planning, uh, I did so much, so much planning. Uh, and uh, in retail, we did it twice a year. So I did 12 planning cycles oh, wow. and in six years at Kohl's. So um, it was all beneficial, you know, uh, along the way, though, like I said, to help with the journey to working in systems and being able to communicate with the users. Yeah, I feel like you almost have, to, to give you a little pat on the back here, but you almost have, like, the perfect path of, like, becoming a consultant. Like, you've worked in so many different industries, so many different tools, finance into systems, so you've, you've made that transition and now into consulting and can speak to so many different things that we know the clients want and need. Uh, is there anything you'd change about your career path? <laughs> uh, well, one, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, what I would change, uh, you know, in general, not really. I think it's been a good path for me. Yeah. Um, I'm one of those people, you know, some people are very driven to do one thing. You know, they have a plan where it's in five years, I want to be this. And in 15 years, I want to be a CFO. But for me, the journey has really just been things that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, so I've always been kind of the one where I figure out what I don't like versus what I do want to do. Um, but I really do enjoy the work now and working at Archetype. Um, so I don't think I would change the journey because it's really just been fantastic for me to be able to understand and then to have gotten to this point now where I really feel happy about what I'm working on. Yeah, well, that's great. And I know, so we're down in Orlando for uh, the WAVE conference, OneStream's WAVE conference. And uh, we have our entire CPM team here. Uh, about half the team's going to the conference and the other half of the team's just going to be working together and at least finding time to, to be together because it's been a while since everybody's got, been able to, to be uh, in one space with the world of remoteness. Um, but what you're going to the Wave Conference? Mm -hmm. 
what are Correct. you excited about kind of going into it of like uh, what you may be able to gain or, or yeah. even, have you gone to the past wave conference? I, I haven't gone to the wave, but I've been to multiple splash conferences and I'm just really excited to see the uh, more the developer side of it. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot you can learn from splash. It really is beneficial, especially for prospects or newer clients, uh, but, you know, having worked in it now for a few years, it'll be really exciting to see the different offerings that they have, and I'm sure more in depth than anything yeah. they would do at Splash. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, now, you've been with Archetype a little over a year, right? Mm -hmm. um, what would you say has been or is your favorite part of working at Archetype? Uh, really the people and the culture, just the aspect of everybody is willing to help you out. I mean, there's there's nobody here that I've ever had trouble, you know, saying, hey, I don't understand this, how do I do this? It, it's utterly fantastic. Uh, I couldn't say more good things about the people I work with and the culture of just wanting to get stuff done uh, in a positive way. And, you know, uh, instead of just focusing on, um, this is my journey. It's, you know, it's, it's everybody's journey here at Archetype. Love it. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on. I'm thinking I, I want to try to grab you after the Wave Conference and see if we can do this again, <laughs> uh, even if it's over Zoom or Teams uh, afterwards, but to even chat about, like, what, what did you learn from, from mm -hmm. the Wave Conference? And, um, but uh, I will ask one fun question to kind of close this out. Besides Italian, if you can't pick Italian... <laughs> What would be your next cuisine? Cereal. Cereal. <laughs> Breakfast cereal. Uh, for, for anybody that wants to hear how weird I am, and my kids will laugh at this because I'm going to make them watch this video, <laughs> is when good cereal is on sale at the grocery store, I will go buy like 30 to 40 boxes of cereal. What's your number one cereal? Reese's Puffs. Oh, okay. Absolutely Reese's Puffs. Okay. It's not even a contest. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, I appreciate you coming on. We'll do this again for sure. Um, but tune in next time, everybody, when uh, showcase more of the team. Thank you.